Happy Thursday night, everybody. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I am your host, Austin Gerke. Yes, I know, I'm way later than usual, but I figured, you know what, since it's the NFC preview uh, show, and with the final 16 minutes of today being January 18th, now I know for all my people in the East and uh, Central and Mountain Time, well, Central and Eastern Time Zones, uh, you guys missed it, but today I had to double check. January 18th is the four-year anniversary of this show. This is episode 649. I couldn't ask for a better audience. 6,822 downloads last I checked of this lovely podcast. Over... A hundred followers on all the platforms. And I couldn't ask. Again, I couldn't ask for a better audience. You're giving this schmuck a tremendous opportunity to just share himself. So that's my message to everybody listening tonight. As this is the fourth year of the show. Uh, basically, I'm the same guy. Get the same heat, just like I've done. With these last, with this last week or so, I know it doesn't feel like it, but this show's still the same. It won't change much. And if you stay with me, this will be the best podcast. And I'm glad I'm I'm in your rotation at least. So if you put me in your rotation for podcast shows, that's all that matters to me. But so that's my thank you to all my fans. With that, let's go ahead and start with the show. You know what today is. It's Prediction Friday. Since, you know, it's almost midnight here out here on the West Coast, I'm going to just do the first part of Prediction Friday right now. And then I'll give you my initial reactions to the news over the last couple days. Like, earlier this morning, um, I'm reading the... I'm reading the news that Bill Belichick, or probably yesterday, or last night, rather, where Bill Belichick's getting a second interview with the Atlanta Falcons. I, I don't, I don't get what Atlanta sees in Bill Belichick. You still have to find out the Desmond Ritter issue, like who is your quarterback going forward in Atlanta, and. Is anybody in Atlanta truly going to buy into Bill's way? Because it's not the Patriot way anymore. It's Bill's way. So I, I just don't see it. And then the other news today, before I got on air, like an hour or two before I came on air, um, Bill O'Brien, you know, Nick Saban and all his staff out, Kalen DeBoer and all his guys are coming in. So Bill O'Brien has to find a new job, and he's going to be in Columbus as the new OC for Ohio State. I, <laughs> for all you Buckeye fans that think it's a wonderful idea, I want you to just look at Alabama's offensive numbers the last three years. And I get it, Alabama made the college football playoff in at least two of those. But... There's a reason why Tommy Reese 
took over the play calling in 2023. There's a reason. It it wasn't by accident. Bill O'Brien's probably going to have Ryan Day look terrible. And if you don't beat Michigan this next season, then peace out. Because within the next two weeks, we know Jim Harbaugh's going to L.A. At least I'm making that my official guess for the Chargers. He's going to end up in L.A. Michigan's going to have a new coach here soon. And if Ryan Day doesn't beat Ohio State, then it's basically his head because Bill O'Brien's offense is stale. But that's for another day. And then for my baseball news, I forgot to mention this throughout the week, but Yankee fans, Marcus Stroman in the building, two-year deal. I, You know what? As far as this goes, all Marcus Stroman will be is the third guy in that rotation. He'll either be ahead of Nestor Cortez or he'll be the fourth guy in the rotation behind Nestor. That's pretty much it. Because now if you look at that rotation now, and yes, I'm fanboying out for a second, but if you look at that rotation now, you have AL Cy Young Award winner Garrett Cole. You have... Carlos Rodon looking to bounce back. You now have Stroman, Nestor Cortez, and Clark Schmidt. Not exactly a fearsome foursome of the greatest rotation in Yankee history, but at least if you get three of those dudes to stay healthy, that could be a good playoff rotation come October. But again, we got to wait and see how that plays out. For my baseball fans, spring training right around the corner. I'll get you guys your preview in February. <clears throat> but for everybody else, let's go ahead and get your guys' stuff out of the way. Let's do the picks for tomorrow. Yes, I'm still saying tomorrow because it's Thursday here out west for another five minutes. So bear with me. I'm going to go ahead and get your picks out for tomorrow and then I'll do the NFC preview and then I'll be out but before I do that let me double check and see if there's any other headlines I'm missing no I got to the Bill O'Brien one. Oh, and the uh, Bears are interviewing Cliff Kingsbury for their vacant offensive coordinator job look it doesn't matter who you get as OC the answer for the Bears is what do you do with Justin Fields in my opinion you keep them it's that simple. Just keep Justin Fields, trade the pick, or <coughs> get another wide receiver. Get Roma Dunze or something as a outside playmaker for Justin Fields, and then we'll get then your Bears will be cooking again. But anyway, let's go ahead, get you guys the picks, and then do the NFC preview, and then I'll be out for right now, and then I'll be back later on on Friday to record the weekend picks edition. So let's go ahead and do this. Let's start in the NBA. Let's jump to tomorrow. Again, odds courtesy of ESPN Bet. Let's go. Wow, the Nuggets are 32 and 9, 20 and 0 at home. You know what? Go with the Celtics minus five and a half. Go with the 
Suns plus two and a half. And go with the Pacers minus four and a half. And then one more, go with the Lakers minus six and a half. So go with the Lakers, go with the Pacers, and go with the... Yeah, go with the Lakers, go with the Pacers, go with the Suns and plus two and a half, and go with the Celtics minus five and a half. I want to see why this Mavs-Warriors game is postponed for tomorrow. That makes no sense why it's postponed. It's in freaking San Francisco. There's no weather in the area. Why <laughs> Why the heck is that game getting postponed? Mm, let me check that very quickly just to see. Oh, oh, that's right. That's because of that uh, Warriors assistant that passed away a few days ago. Okay, that's why. That Milicic dude. Okay, or Milovec, or I can't even pronounce that last name. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay, let's go ahead. Again, for your picks, go Lakers minus 6.5, go Pacers minus 4.5, go Suns plus 2.5, and, and go with the Celtics minus 5.5. Those are your picks for tomorrow. Uh, for my NHL fans... Let's jump to Friday. Let's go with the Islanders minus 240 on the road in Chicago. So let's go 3-1 there for the Isles if you want a specific score. Go with the Devils minus 155 on the money line. So let's go 2-1 Devils. And let's go with the Hurricanes minus 195 on the money line. So we'll go 2-1 Carolina. So go Hurricanes, go Black, uh, go Islanders, and go Devils. Those are your winners tonight or tomorrow night in the NHL. It's gonna be tomorrow. It's gonna be tomorrow here in a minute. So, all right. So for my college basketball fans, let's zoom to Friday. Only one top twenty-five matchup. It's in the Big Ten. Indiana, Wisconsin. Go Wisconsin minus ten and a half again for my college basketball fans. I use this disclaimer every once in a while. If you want a top 25, if you want a specific conference or a specific school, <clears throat> unless it's Division Two, like my alma mater, or Division Three, uh, if you want a specific school or a conference highlighted, please leave it in the comment sections. That's all I ask. But anyway, in the top 25. Wisconsin, Indiana, that's your only matchup on Friday as far as top 25 teams. <clears throat> Go Wisconsin minus 10.5 over Indiana. So those are your picks for today. Yes, it is midnight officially here on the West Coast, so now I can say today. Um, with that, let's go ahead and do the NFC preview for a divisional round weekend. You got two of the games. Not the best games necessarily, but the more intriguing ones. Of course, the best game is on the AFC side with the Bills and the Chiefs. But you got the more intriguing ones, I would argue, on the NFC side. The first game will be on Saturday night in Santa Clara with the Niners and the Packers. Jordan Love coming in, probably the hottest quarterback 
in the league right now. He's only thrown one pick, I believe, in his last three games or four games, somewhere in there. So, is this game going to be a shootout? I don't believe so. I believe Green Bay will keep it close. Keep this game in the mid-20s. I'll go 27-21. For Green Bay to win this, however, they're basically going to have to have that performance again from Jordan Love, which is a dang near perfect rating. He didn't get a 158.3, but if you can get that and then somehow Aaron Jones goes for another 150 rush yards again, again, just... Do a carbon copy version of Dallas. Maybe not 48 points. Because I do think San Francisco is going to find a way to make Jordan Love uncomfortable. Because that was the thing with Dallas's defense. And that's what disappointed me with the Cowboys, actually. It was not the offense. It was the defense. <clears throat> Same rule applies here. So, I'm going to say about maybe two sacks for Nick Bosa. And... At least a pick from any of the safeties in, from San Francisco. So you're going to get at least one turnover from Jordan Love, which will break that streak. But I'm going to go 27-21. And for the Niners, they just have to do what they do. You run CMC, expect Debo to have a big game. Maybe 200 receiving yards for Debo. Uh, George Kittle will probably have his normal game. You get 100 yards from him. And then somehow, someway, CMC gets his, you know, 200 total yards. Maybe a buck 50 total yards for CMC. <coughs> and then some weird way, you're going to get Kyle Juszczyk a touchdown. There's always going to be something there. So that's the key, though. For Green Bay, you're going to have to have Jordan Love basically play like he has. But I just think it's going to be a little slow. It's going to be a little harder for him to get comfortable. And believe me, I don't see the Niners allowing that dude to have all that time in the world to where he'll backpedal and be able to do those little off-the-ground moonshots that he got away with against the Cowboys. I just don't see it. So... I know Packer fans, that's going to seem ugly, but again, haven't confirmed the picks, but you can tell in the tone of my voice who I'm taking. And then in the other matchup, the reason I call the NFC side the most intriguing one is because of this matchup. The Bucks and the Lions. America, I did say Monday night's game was going to be ugly. Well, it was, but it was ugly for one team. It was ugly for the Eagles. This game will not be ugly, but it is going to be very intriguing. Will it be in the 30-point range? No. Speaking as a Buccaneer fan, the Bucks have to do this as simple as possible. It won't be simple, but their, their keys to win are very simple. Shut down the two-headed monster of David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. That'll be incredibly hard to do. It'll be incredibly hard. I wouldn't be surprised if Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery, you know, you have the fifth best offense in the league, Detroit. You do. Congratulations. You can score with the best of them. You've been 
in my top five all year long in the audit report. You've been in that all year long. Go prove it again. And in order for the Lions to do it, just rely on those two. And you get Amon Ross St. Brown to do what he did back in week six against the Bucks, where he went off for 124. Hey. And he got a TD. Cool. Then the Lions can win this game no problem. And I wouldn't be surprised that they do. But for the Bucks to win this game, shut down the two-headed monster, double cover Amon Ross St. Brown, and make sure Sam Laporta does not, because that is the X factor for that matchup for Detroit. It's Sam Laporta. If he goes off, the Bucks have no shot in this game. The X factor for the Bucks is the same guy who caught all the passes in Monday night's game, or at least a good dang majority of them, in Kate Otten. So yes, the tight ends are going to be the X fact, the X factors in that matchup as well. Or in this matchup, probably more than any other one. So, for the Bucks to win, Baker and Dave Canales and all of them, Rashad White's got to have a huge game. He's got to go for 180 or 200 yards. He's got to. You need to give him at least 15 to 20 carries. Please just do that. I know it probably will not be easy. Detroit has been set to stop the run. But if you can average four yards a pop, or at least four and a half, and then Baker only has to throw the ball 25 times, Mike Evans gets his 50 yards. He only had four catches on Monday night, or three on Monday night, and seven targets. He only had three and seven targets. That's that's not Mike, but, you know, the Lions are going to find a way to double-team him. So the X Factor, again, will be Kate Otten for the Bucks. But if you get Baker to just throw 25 times, then the Bucks would win this game. Now as far as the score goes, going 28-24. to 24. That's where I think that score is going to be. It's 28-24. That'll be the range. And with that, that is where I'm going to leave this episode. And then I will give you guys the weekend picks later on in the day. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Don't forget you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to the show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick. Trees or Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well, or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can watch this show exclusively on Rumble, either by going to rumble.com on your desktop computer, or download the Rumble app in the Google Play or Apple App Store. Once you do that, search for the username ADGERKE. That's A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, you do not need you do not need to subscribe to the channel to find the videos. Just search A.D. Gerke in the search bar. Please make sure that searches it to channels, not videos. And you will find my videos. You will find my channel. You will find my page. But in order to 
subscribe and kind of sneak up the algorithms. You not only have to like, comment, and share, but there's one more else you got to do. You got to subscribe. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Hicks. Anyway, speaking of algorithms, you can follow this show on Facebook through the Facebook page, The Austin's Audit Podcast, the Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast. Or for post episode interaction, follow my follow yours truly on X at Austin underscore Gerke. And, 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 and for non show related content, follow my Instagram page at Austin Spamonti. That's A U S T I S P A M A N T I. Again, that's A U S T I S P A M A N T I. On Instagram or for my Snapchat, just for giggles and poops, just follow my Snapchat at Austin underscore at Austin Gerke 14. Again, my name and my favorite number, Austin Gerke 14 on Snapchat, just for giggles and poops. With that, I'm logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. And I'll see you guys on Monday.